and welcome back to another episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. This is, of course, my mental health podcast where I talk about things like anxiety, depression, mental health struggles, aka hard feelings. I'm doing lots of hand gestures today because I'm very excited about today's episode. But if you missed last week's episode, I highly recommend you go listen to it after this one. I talked about trust issues and how that relates to anxiety. And I think it was a really good conversation. And I personally feel like I've made a lot of progress since then. I told a little personal story about an active trust issue I was having that has worked out for the better. So you know what? I'm not going to explain too much. You're just going to have to go listen after this. It was a good one. And if you are seeing my makeup right now and thinking, wow, that is really something. I would like to know what she is wearing. Check out the description box on YouTube. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about because you're only hearing my lovely voice, um, then you're going to have to head over to YouTube or to my Instagram account because I do lots of bold graphic liner content on both of those platforms. And I always love telling you about my favorite products. So yeah, I think that's enough hogwash for the beginning of the episode. Is hogwash an appropriate word to use there? I don't know. I'm just, I don't have a script in front of me, okay? I have notes, but there's no script or anything, so I'm just pulling out the words as they come up. Anyway, today's episode is going to be about how to relax for anxious people or active relaxation. This is a phrase that I've pulled out of my brain that somebody else has probably already said before, but it's something that feels really true to my style of relaxation, right? Because I feel like when we hear about self-care and people talking about ways that they relax, you hear lots of things like taking long bubble baths relaxing on the couch, watching a movie, sitting down, sipping hot cocoa by the fire. All of those things sound absolutely lovely, but my God, if I can't bring myself to sit still long enough to do any of them. So that's why I've brought about the term active relaxation. And I want to talk to you today about ways that I can actually relax that don't look like your typical self-care methods of relaxing. I think as people with mental health struggles, it's okay for ourselves care to look different than a typical non-mentally struggling person, although I really do believe that we all have mental struggles. This is another conversation I've been having with family a lot lately. I talk about like myself being an anxious person all the time and having anxiety and this, that, and the other thing, but everybody has mental struggles at one point or another. I just happen to struggle with them pretty much every day, forever, but everybody struggles with anxiety at one point or another. So I hope this episode is helpful to you regardless because just because you're having a really bad anxiety day doesn't mean that you can't still make time for self-care. In fact, it actually demands that you do make time for self-care. But again, don't feel bad if you can't still, still long enough to take a bubble bath because gosh, neither can I. So that's enough rambling. Let's Let's get into the nitty gritty and I will start sharing with you my methods for active relaxation. Okay, so the first one that's an absolute banger, I absolutely love it, is going for walks. If I am just in an anxiety spiral and finding myself pacing around my apartment, just overthinking, absolutely spiraling in my brain, thinking about a thousand things at once, I will make myself go for a walk because nothing clears my mind more than being outside and walking around. That's the active part of the relaxation, right? If it feels good to you to just go sit outside, if you got a nice backyard or something, please by all means go do that. But for me, 
the being outside part is not enough. I gotta be moving too. I gotta be changing scenery constantly and I like to have music on while I'm walking outside too. I only keep one headphone in because I live in New York City and I gotta be safe. Make sure I'm listening out for cars and people and everything. Having that change of scenery really makes me feel good. Feeling the breeze, being outside, interacting with nature, all of the different sounds, hearing the birds chirping, hearing the wind, hearing the cars, something about that just pulls me out of my spiral, right? Because I think when you're sitting at home alone in your space, there's a lot of silence. <laughs> and we try to fill with noise, you know, of scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on our phones, watching TV, turning on music, and you try to fill yourself with all of these distractions to drown out the noise in your brain, but it's it all just kind of turns into, in, into mush. At least it does for me. For me, okay, I'm trying to give you a visual here. You know how when you were younger, you would sometimes do that thing where you would scribble all over a piece of paper and then you would fill it in with a bunch of different colors and it would be like this like beautiful messy scribble type of thing that's what my brain looks like when I stay inside for too long in my space but when I go outside I get all of those beautiful colors but minus the lines because they have space to flow and it just becomes a beautiful tie-dye masterpiece. I'm doing a lot of visuals today and I will be putting them on the screen. So if you're watching on YouTube, I hope you're enjoying them. But yeah, something about walking outside just really helps me to get out of an anxiety spiral. It doesn't need to be a long walk. Don't view it as exercise. I will admit I do walk faster than the average person, but to me, I still view it as a stroll. Bring a little drink with you. That's another fun one. I find that just the more things you give yourself to make yourself feel good. <laughs> uh, words, 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 words. Can you tell I'm actively struggling to relax as I make this episode right now? Like digging my thumbs into my hands. I am gonna go for a walk as soon as I'm done recording this. But okay, that's enough about walking. I feel like I talk about walking every single episode, but I it just helps me so much. If it's not something you've given like a really solid try, not just like going for a walk and being like, and that didn't really do anything for me. Like, no, give it a try. I actually made it a goal for myself this year to start every single morning with a stroll and you know I told myself it doesn't need to be long it can literally just be circling the block it can be 30 seconds but I need to start my day with fresh air and when I tell you it has changed the game for my mental health it is now such a key part of my morning routine that I will not skip it no matter how late I am running I will make sure I get outside for at least 30 seconds to get some fresh air because it just starts my brain brain in a more peaceful way. It's, you know, when you wake up in the morning, your brain's starting up, it's cranking, it's getting all the cogs into place. If I just start that up inside, things get a little creaky. The wheels, the wheels are creaking, they're not, they're not running smooth. But if I get myself outside before all the cogs can finish falling into place, it runs a lot smoother. So there you go, another fantastic metaphor for you. Finally moving on from walks, and I wanna to talk to you about another thing that I do for active relaxation. I did this yesterday and I felt like I was soaring. I felt so good afterwards, and that is music and tidying up. And so basically what I do is I take my little Bluetooth headphones, pop them in my ears, put a little playlist on, get some songs together. You know, I might queue up like three to five of them in a row, and I just go and tidy up my apartment, and it's 
wonderful. I do all of the tasks that I've been putting off for a long time just because I was too busy doing other things. I should have said this at the beginning. You set aside like 10 minutes for music and tidy up. Like I said, queue up like three to five songs, whatever is gonna take about 10 minutes and just give yourself that time to do all of the little things that you've been putting off. You know what I did during my time yesterday? I scooped my cat's litter box. I threw away a bunch of old mail that had been sitting on the counter. I threw away my BJ's catalog, which was just filled with expired coupons. I put the CVS keychain on my keys that I had been meaning to put on there for months. I swept, I swept the kitchen floor. I swept in front of the litter box. I cleaned the little crevices in the litter box that I never actually take the time to clean. I cleaned my garbage can with, you know, antibacterial spray and a paper towel. It was lovely. I felt so good and so accomplished afterwards. So for me, when I'm experiencing anxiety, a lot of times I just get this general sense of anxiety and there's not even one particular thing to pinpoint it to. And filling that time with doing a bunch of little tasks that although are like, you know, at the end of the day, pretty insignificant. Like, do I need to sweep the floor? No. Is it nice? Absolutely. Did I need to put that keychain on my keys? Not necessarily. I have that CVS app on my phone, but these were all like, like inconsequential things but when I did them it just really filled up my soul and made me feel so much better and another one I have on my list is you know you don't need to do it okay so it's really gonna be situational for you like yesterday I did all of those tasks in my kitchen but some days I'll have something I need to do in the bedroom you know like my makeup desk right now absolute mess disaster zone if you're on YouTube I am actively trying to hide it with my body because it is horribly unorganized and what I plan on doing later today is doing the same sort of thing I did in my kitchen yesterday popping in my headphones queuing up a few songs and just get into it. Something about adding another element, like music. You can also put a show on. I, I might watch Gilmore Girls and do it later. Something about having multiple forms of media going at the same time while I'm doing a task makes it feel easier for me to do and makes me feel better having completed it. It like infuses a self-care element to it because I don't know why. I just like remember growing up and being told to clean my room and just viewing it as such a nuisance, such an annoying task, such a demanding task that I didn't want to do and I would drag my feet the whole time to shove stuff under my bed because I was like, oh, I don't want to be doing this. And I wish I could go back in time and tell my little preteen self to just put some dang tunes on and it'll be so much more fun. Are you kidding me? I can't believe how much more fun doing tasks is when you have music on. And yeah, I'm including it in my active relaxation video because it feels like active relaxation. Sometimes just doing a bunch of little cleaning tasks. Like I said, I'm not talking about taking on anything too huge. I'm not, you know, deep cleaning my floors or anything. I'm doing tiny little tasks that I've missed over the last few months. And for some reason, just like tying up those little loose ends that like I said are inconsequential gives me such a feeling of relief that is almost indescribable. So I highly recommend you try it too. But okay, let's say you're not a Virgo like me and you don't find tidying up around the house while listening to music relaxing. That's fine, I have other options for you. Take a shower, dude. Uh, you're already clean? 
too bad. Get in the shower anyways. Um, I kid, you don't obviously have to do anything. But I mentioned at the beginning of the video how taking a bubble bath tends to be like the first thing we associate with self-care, right? I don't know why. That's Bubble baths have become the poster child for self-care. But I simply don't have the patience sitting down in one place. I, my brain is immediately spiraling about how I'm sitting in my own filth and how I don't want to be sitting down and how I need to get up and go get something. And now I'm slipping in the bath thinking about how I could slip in the bathtub when I get up. And it's just not really relaxing for me. So what I like to do is take long showers with all the fixins, as I like to say. What do I mean by all the fixins? I mean, I'm not just hopping in the shower, shampoo, condition, hopping out. I'm putting a candle on the windowsill. I'm playing music. I'm creating ambiance. I'm lighting multiple candles around the room. I'm putting a shower steamer that's releasing more steam and fragrance into the shower. I'm grabbing a fun body wash. I am doing everything possible to make my shower a spa experience. Pampering myself at home in my bathroom with privacy in the shower with the candles with the music. It's just so nice. It's just so freaking nice to give yourself the time to take a long shower and to really make it an enjoyable experience. Because I tell you, when you have all of these candles lit, which be careful, you know, don't put it too close to the shower curtain or anything. I don't want to create fire hazards by telling you to light a bunch of candles. But something about all of these candles, I try to pick like complementary candles to each other and all of the fragrances like mixing in with the steam just takes me to another planet. Something about fragrance really has an effect on me. It's actually in my human design, if you guys are a fan of human design. Basically, it's human design takes into a lot of the same elements that astrology does. It does like your birthday, your birthplace, this, that, and the other thing, all that fun stuff. And it tells you how you are designed to be your best self, to live your best life. And I am a generator, but the, the reason I brought this up with a scent is because human design will also tell you your strongest scent of your five senses. And for me, it's smell. Crazy. I Smell has such an effect on me. I associate scents with memories so much. I can pull out scents from everywhere. Like whenever I get a new lip product or something, I'm always like trying to find the specific smell that it smells like. So like scents just have a big effect on my mood in general. Oh, another thing you should bring in your shower? fun little drink. Who says you can't have a drink in the shower? Grab yourself a cocktail. Grab yourself a coffee. Sometimes I just bring water in there. I like to give myself the full spa experience, okay? And I like to think that at the spa you would have a fun little beverage. Um, so yeah, just make your showers fun. I don't know, people always laugh at me when I talk about all of the different things that I do to make my shower really enjoyable, but it's because I view that time as self-care time for me. And you know, it's active relaxation because I'm also doing something that I have to do. I have to wash my hair. I have to wash my body. I have to be clean so that I don't stink out in the real world but I'm making it fun for me because I'm also taking care of myself and making it a fun, enjoyable environment for me. Showering is also something that I struggle to hype myself up to do because it is a sensory nightmare a lot of the time. So adding in all of these fun elements like the candles and the drinks and the music, sometimes I even put a TV show on my phone, like a YouTube video or something or a podcast, like just creating this full ambiance makes it so much more enjoyable for me. I don't know how I used to shower in silence. Literally just like less than a few years ago, I would just shower in complete silence. Just go in there, take care of business. Ugh. 
Boring. Boring and not rejuvenating. Why have a boring and unrejuvenating shower when you can have an exciting and rejuvenating and actively relaxing shower? All right, so normally at this point I would talk about my mental health hack of the week, but I feel like this episode has been nothing but hacks, so I'm gonna leave you with those, but I will still give you a mental health song of the week. And going off of our song from last week, which was Linger by the Cranberries, I'm gonna give you another song that makes you feel like you were the main character in a 90s or early 2000s movie and that is There She Goes by The Laws. What can I say? I've been watching a lot of Gilmore Girls. I want to feel like the Gilmore Girl of my own life. I want to be a main character in a 90s early 2000s movie and nothing makes me feel more like the It Girl then there she goes. That's a song that'll lift your spirits. That's a great shower song. I'm honestly thinking about making an entire shower playlist that's just like Gilmore Girls soundtrack songs because I just want to pretend that I live in Stars Hollow and I'm getting ready to go work a shift at the Independence Inn and hang out with my daughter Rory and go have dinner at Luke's. I don't know. You know, a lot of times when I share these mental health songs, I share songs that relate to mental health and talk about hard feelings like depression and anxiety and mental health struggles, but I think it's equally valid to listen to songs that just make you feel good, make you feel like the it girl, make you feel like you are having an out-of-body experience, like you are Lorelai Gilmore, like you are somebody else and you're not yourself. And to me, that's all really good for my mental health, especially when I'm having a really hard day. I'll just put on a song that just like makes me feel euphorically happy while listening to it. And it might not last after the song's over, you know, but it definitely lifts my spirits at least a little bit. And there she goes. Oh, just always lifts my spirits. All right, you guys, that is another rambly episode for the books. I had a good time. It's honestly really fun for me to sit here and just talk about whatever's weighing on my mind this week. I've had a lot of brain fog this week. I went to visit my parents last week, which was absolutely wonderful. I had a great time. But whenever I get back from traveling, you know, a change in the routine, it always takes me a few days to re-reconfigure all of my wires and cogs and everything. Thing because I am just feeling exhausted. I'm feeling a lot of brain fog. I need to do some more active relaxation ASAP. So I am gonna go do that right now. I'm gonna go pop my headphones in, do a little tidying. Maybe I'll even take a fun shower later. Oh, I'm so excited just thinking about it. But I thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of the Hard Feelings Podcast. If you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, please give us a rating and review. I would appreciate that so much. If you're watching, Watching on YouTube. Hi, hello, subscribe, leave me a comment. I'd love to chat with you down there. And I thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week with another new episode. Take care of yourself, bye.